Welcome to the Horns Up Half Hour, Cedar Hill ISD's podcast about scholars, staff, and community. Our guests will be individuals from the district and the community. This podcast is for anyone interested in expanding their knowledge of all things CHISD. Hello, this is Michael Sudhalter, uh, host of the Horns Up Half Hour podcast, and we have a very special guest this morning. Um, it is uh, Cedar Hill ISD, uh, specifically Bray Elementary parent, Amy Basinger, and um, she has started a program that she'd like to tell you about at Bray Elementary. Of course, right now is Choose Your Seat, so through January 31st, you can apply to choice programs such as Bray. So welcome to the podcast, Amy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I hear about this program. I know Dr. MacArthur, the principal at Bray, was telling me how wonderful of a program. What, uh, what can you tell us about it? So Bray has this really cool thing um, that they do once a month called Passion Clubs. And um, the children get to choose what their passion is. And um, these are staff-led classes. Um, and also, um, I volunteer um, as a parent to, to lead a class. And my class is called Integrative Movement. And I do it for pre-K and kinder. Okay, what more can you tell us about Integrative Movement? So um, integrative movement is um, basically a therapy-based approach to movement and um, sensory integration, um, which is a lot of words for just um, helping kids to um, be able to tolerate um, movement and crossing the midline and um, just some skills that, um, that they might need to help with reading readiness and um, overall thriving um, classroom skills. Okay, great, great. So um, how did this kind of come about to where you came into Bray and was able, able to uh, start this program? So, um, you know, we I think we all had kind of a crisis of, <laughs> of our personal lives, you know, whenever uh, COVID hit and um, we all thought deeply about kind of what our, what we wanted to do and what we desired to do when we had a lot of time to think at home. And um, we have a couple of little girls that have um, some different needs in our home and I began exploring some ways that maybe we could um, give them opportunities uh, that they may not have otherwise um, and so I'm a dance teacher I'm a dance director I run a studio and I thought about how I would give my little girls opportunities um, just like all of the other kids and so I got a special certification called Rhythm Works Integrative Dance, and um, it's basically just a therapy um, therapy based approach to dance and movement. And so, um, as I started going back teaching, I noticed that kids had kind of lost um, due to COVID. They had lost some of their physical um, gross and fine motor skills as they were home doing school at home. Um, so I um, got this certification just to help kids with that and um, it's been amazing to see how they grow um, in their skills um, due to this program. Yeah, and that's really interesting you say that because a lot of things we think about with COVID or think about, you know, the different aspects of um, how it affected our lives but we don't necessarily think of, and we knew kids were out of school, we didn't necessarily think about like how it affected them in that way but do you feel like your program's kind of helping them learn some of those skills that maybe they missed out on? Yeah, so, um, you know, a lot of kids 
we're behind a screen, obviously. Um, uh, when you're behind a screen, you're not really um, doing things such as um, crossing the midline, um, which is where you're reaching from one side of your body to the other. And that's really, really important for reading readiness. Um, because when you cross the midline, um, it helps both sides of your brain connect together. And if you've ever seen kids um, sit, when you see kids sit crisscross applesauce and reach across their lap to the other side, that's helping them learn how to read. Oh, and wow. so, um, you know, with COVID, you know, kids maybe were just sitting in a chair. They weren't sitting on the floor crisscross and reaching across and playing um, in a way that they they maybe should have been um, just due to what was going on. So um, I do a ton of crossing the midline. I do a lot of sensory integration. So exam for example, I'll have rhythm sticks um, and we will clap them together across the midline. So not only are they just reaching across the midline, they're also getting a sensory input from reach with reading with reaching across the midline. So that really helps them to tolerate things um, and feelings, it helps them to tolerate that, and it helps them tolerate sounds, and it's working on reading readiness, like I said. Oh, okay, great, great. So, um, you said how many uh, children do you have at Bray? I have three at Bray right now. Okay, so, um, being that it's, you know, the fine arts elementary for Cedar Hill ISD, what um, have you seen kind of like overall in the program that, that you like? Um, so we actually came out of a charter with some of our other kids and we felt like um, we were missing a lot of the fine arts. So we specifically chose Bray um, on purpose just for the fine arts. Um, you know, and sometimes we think of with school, we think of like, okay, this subject, that subject, this subject, that subject. And we think of, you know, music is one thing and PE is another thing and art is another. But with this program, everything it actually meets PE uh, skills, it meets music skills, it meets, um, you know, all uh, following directions, um, those kind of pre-K and kinder skills. So this crosses all of, all of the subjects. And I really do like that about Bray because they strive to do that um, in all of the things they're doing. So for example, um, if they're writing a paper, they're writing a paper about, um, some artist, you know, like during Black History Month last year, my son did one on Louis Armstrong. Oh, wow. And I thought that was, and they gave everybody, you know, someone in the arts to study and to write a, a report on. And I thought that was so cool. You know, it just yeah. wasn't some random, it was actually focused on artistic, um, you know, people in history. And I just thought that was really cool. So I love Ray. The music's great. The art's great. We, we love it. Oh, wow. So, um, I know you said you grew up next door over in DeSoto, mm -hmm. and um, how did you get into dance and um, some of the uh, movement therapy techniques that you're doing now? So, um, I've taught um, in DeSoto at um, DeSoto Karate and Dance. I'm now the uh, dance director oh, okay. there. Um, I've been there about 10 years. I grew up in DeSoto ISD. Um, went to a dance studio there. I actually also taught in the um, A2E2 program that they had a couple of years ago, um, which is their fine arts magnet program that was funded um, by uh, the, um, some good grant, I guess, they had. Um, 
but anyway, that's that's where I've been, and I've also taught in Cedar Hill at a studio here, and I've been uh, teaching in Waxahachie for several years too. Oh wow! Yeah, and I teach an adult. Um, I teach in an adult facility in Waxahachie for adults with special needs, and that's kind of my passion. So I teach all you know all of all of the usual kids and um, the kids that fit in the general classroom, but I also really have a passion for the kids that maybe don't quite fit into the whatever the mold is. So. so had you always been interested in dance from like a young age? I grew up doing dance, yes. Okay. Um, I stepped away from it uh, for a little while as an adult, but you know, they say you always go back to your roots. Right. What, <laughs> what drew you back to it though? Um, I actually started, <laughs> um, I had four little kids and um, you know, I was taking the kids with me to work and I just needed some me time. So I asked my husband if I could sign up for a dance class, and I did, and I didn't have to think about any of my kids or anything at home while I was taking that class, and the rest was history. Just loved it. Oh, wow. And how long ago was that? Uh, it was about 10 years ago. About 10 years ago? Yeah. Okay. And that's when you kind of got into working in dance more? Yeah. Oh, okay. Great. Great. So, like, if there are people um, with kids who are thinking about enrolling at Bray with Choose Your Seat. And it runs through January 31st. Like, what could you kind of tell them about this program? Um, the great thing about Bray is it's like a family. It's really small. Um, we were really nervous signing our kids up um, at first, to be honest. But um, when I went there, everyone greeted me um, very kindly. And it's small. Everyone knows each other. You know, it's not big and overwhelming. Um, and I do feel like it's a family atmosphere. Um, the class sizes are really small. And like I said, the arts are just phenomenal. Mr. Gowans is great um, with the music program. Um, they do have dance after school. And, you know, there are options. My son's in orchestra. And he, oh, wow. he loves it. Yeah, he's really enjoying it. So. so as far as, like, when is your program? Is it, like, during the school day or when is it? It is. I have, um, like I said, I do Passion Club, which is once a month. Okay. Um, I started off teaching them for um, a little less than half an hour each for pre-K and kinder. Um, I have really small class sizes, so they kind of rotate some of the kids in and out okay. um, once a month. But we're starting to get to where the kids are really comfortable, so I'm going to start adding in new skills now that it's a new year. So, um, yeah, we do that once a month. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much for stopping by and sharing uh, information about your program. Thank you so much for having me. All right.